<coughs> well, hello everybody. Welcome to an episode of the Evercast again, the twenty-fourth episode, and this week is topic... this the twenty-fifth episode? Oh, right, it's the twenty-fifth episode. Oh. It's the uh, quarter of a century episode. Holy smoke! I could <laughs> I? I actually I can't believe I messed that up. <laughs> I even put it on my notes too. Twenty-fifth episode. Jeez. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. Uh, should we do a special 100th episode when he gets to that one? Uh, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, we're at 25. We can do something crazy for 50, and then we do something even crazier for 100. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. <clears throat> but enough with the plans. That's for that's for later. Yes. As you were saying, go on. You were introducing the topic for this uh, this week. Yes, um... A bit of a controversial one in the world of hockey and the NHL in general. Mm-hmm. Um, coaches and the whole stays in the room culture, <coughs> and whether um, you know the and the causes and effects of that uh, in general, right. So I know, and I know I, you have a lot of things to say about it, so I'll let you uh, start it off the bat. Oh, sure. Uh, so I think all this really started um, with the firing of Mike Babcock and the events that sort of came after that. And what happened was, for the people who aren't too familiar with the story... Um, so Mike Babcock was fired after a very poor start and there was this story uh, I think it was by Steve Simmons of the Toronto Sun who Which, revealed it. Who Simmons is, yeah. <laughs> Simmons generally sucks. <laughs> generally. Yeah, generally sucks. Um but he he sort of uh, put out the story and of course, people met it with a bit of skepticism at first, uh, at least in the first few hours. But as the st- uh, more reporters started coming out and saying, no, this is true, this happened. And what had occurred was that uh, Mike Babcock had sort of resorted to rather... Unorthodox? Unorthodox, <laughs> abusive people. I've been... Mean, Seeing people use that word abusive. Borderline abusive. Borderline abusive. Yeah, yeah, that's a better way to describe it. Borderline abusive uh, tactics in his his coaching uh, methods. So what he did was that in the 2016-2017 season, which was the first season under the belts of uh, Leafs star rookies uh, Marner, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and William Nylander. And what Babcock had done to Marner in particular was that after a stretch of games that he thought Marner had been performing rather poorly, he had brought him into the room and said, Hey, Mitch, what I want you to do is make a list of all the players you know, um, from... Uh, God, what was the exact thing? Uh, from uh, To rate them, basically, of how hard they were working. Yes, how hard working they were. And yeah. from from most hardworking to least hardworking, and Mitch was kind of um, reluctant to do this at first, but Babcock, according to some stories, sort of forced him to do this, saying you have to do it, do it, do it, do it. And Marner did it out of the fear that you know this is my coach and he might put me in the doghouse if I don't. So he, he makes this list, and I think he put uh, Tyler Bozak and Nazem Kadri at the bottom of the list, meaning that they were the least hardworking players. And basically, Babcock then showed the players, all the players, this lesson. Hey, Mitch says you're not hardworking enough. And of course, that caused a bit of a stir in the locker room. And But the guys, the guys, the players, they sort of sided with Marner. And they said, Babcock, you know, Babs, what are you doing? You can't do this to a rookie. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And that, you know, that's when that story came out uh, now, a couple of weeks ago. We're kind of late to it. But it's still... Sort of the shock waves are still being felt by this, as now we have this whole this whole take on abusive coach culture and uh, you know tough coaches being outed or or downright reckless coach coaches. Reckless coaches, right? Yeah, 
<laughs> and, and it's it's fun to think that all this started because um, you, you haven't really been watching in the Leafs game recently, uh, but all this really started because uh, Flurry, Mark Andre Flurry, made a stop on Nick Patan in the in the game versus the Golden Knights, which essentially stopped the Leafs from tying the game and essentially. Um, Extending Mike Babcock's career, <laughs> so all this really started because of a close save, essentially. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So now uh, Mike Babcock has been well. People have been trying to make this distinction, right? And I think it's imp- an important distinction to make. Uh, Babcock, what he did to Marner was horrible. I don't. I don't think anyone should be put in that situation, especially. A rookie, and you know this. This can be sort of compared to any workplace at all. You know, if a boss does this to a new hire, it's a, it, I mean, it's a horrible thing to it's do. Horrible, to a, yeah, yeah. You, you don't do that because you sort of breed uh, distrust and you know discontent between between you know you know your employees. And but that being said, um, you know we have this this flurry of of allegations and stories coming out. On Twitter, yeah, about oh, horrible more coaches that that the National Hockey League and hockey community sort of hold in high regard as you know these these tough, demanding coaches who win uh, more and more of them are being sort of outed and whatnot. Yeah, and and sorry, going back to uh, Babcock, apparently, like he has been in the past. Uh, a lot of allegations have come out that he's been sort of this. Uh, his pri- his private perception has actually been contrary to what everybody uh, thinks about him in the public eye. So, oh yeah, Mike oh, yeah. Madano. I don't know if you heard this one. Uh, he was scratched ten day. Well, ten games. Or no, ten days before uh, he was. So, oh no, no, no. he he was scratched he was... for. He was 10. stuck at uh, fourteen hundred and ninety nine games yeah. played, so he... and play, games played in sports is, is a pretty big uh, milestone for athletes, for all, for any athlete, any sport. And so, my Medano was scratched by Babcock in Detroit for a couple of games, and basically that prevented Medano from reaching the fifteen hundred milestone. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because. Babcock did something similar to a veteran player at the beginning of this season. Uh, Spezza. To Jason Spezza, right? Yeah. Uh, Spezza is a Toronto native or a Mississauga or something like that. Same or, difference. Yeah, GTA or something like that. Right? And well, what he did was, so Spezza, he joins the Leafs uh, on a, like a one-year contract at the, at the league minimum. It's like 700K, right? This is a guy who's coming home to play for his hometown, right? He's 37 years old. He's a veteran. He's been in the league for a very long time. And he gets tickets for his family, right? Because, you know, he's coming home to play as a Toronto Maple Leaf. Right. And it's a big thing. And not only that, it's against his longtime team, the Ottawa Senators. This was the home opener or the season opener. And Babcock scratches him. He doesn't put him in the roster, right, for for the opening night. And... Uh, many many journalists have pointed out that this left a sour taste in the mouth of many of the guys in, in the Leafs dressing room because you know you don't you don't do that to to someone yeah. right Tanny who, who I just mean, came, like who came uh, out of his way really to uh, play in his hometown uh, for a disc basically a discount a discount a huge he's discount for, for the league minimum right. Yeah. And you do that to him. It's a very big game for him. I mean, first of all, it's his first game. Well, supposed to be his first game as a Leaf against his longtime uh, team, the team that drafted him, the Ottawa Senators. And he, you know, he's he's already bought tickets for his family, and it's it was horrible, right? It's and just really insulting in a sense. It's insulting. <clears throat> and again, it, it sort of breeds that that discontent in the locker room, as James Myrtle uh, pointed out when Babcock was fired, that he said approximately 90% of the Leafs players, when Babcock was fired, they felt relieved, right? They felt like this this weight was off their shoulders, that this, this dark cloud was finally yeah. you know, gone over their heads. And quite frankly, 
Uh, I've been sort of watching games here and there this season, uh, mostly on Saturday nights when CBC streams them. <laughs> when Babcock was coach, you know, for the first few games of the season, you could sense, you can see something was wrong, right? Right. They, they were they were not having fun out there, right? Uh, 2016, 2017, there, there was a certain magic to it when we watched. That they, you know, they were having fun. They were, it was fun but dumb, you know. They were making lots of mistakes, but they were out there scoring lots of goals, right? And everyone and everyone looked like they were having a great time. Same thing for 2017, 2018, despite the first round loss to the Boston Bruins. And then 2018, 2019, 2018, 2019 season comes around. And sort of halfway through it in January, you get you get the sense that there's something wrong with the team. And yeah. you, you see you can see it. In their faces, and their body language, and the way they played, right? They, they did okay against Boston again in the first round, but they lost in seven games. But then their play sort of continued into this season, and it, they just looked even worse. Like they just looked so dejected and out of it, and you could tell something was wrong. And now that you know uh, Babcock is gone, and we're sort of seeing all these stories coming out, and you begin to realize that you know maybe the coach had had more to do with you know their feelings their emotions that, the, that these players are feeling during the game than than initially thought right <clears throat> and of course with, with the Mike Babcock firing and all these stories coming out about tough coaches it just it just opened up the floodgates right yeah and i think exactly. and in sort of the same and it was in this i think it was in the same week that Babcock was fired that um, Akeem Aliu, a former NHL oh. player, right? And this was this one was horrible. This is absolutely a ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Akeem Aliu, um, he, I don't think he plays in the NHL anymore. He doesn't. No. No. He he's in Europe, I think. But he's a relatively young guy, uh, thirty years old, and he came out and said. That the coach in Calgary at the time when he was playing there, I believe it was like uh, 2009, 10 yeah. years ago. Uh, Bill Peters was the, the coach of the Calgary Flames at that time. And Peters had allegedly, well, at this point, it's for sure because uh, I'll use Akeem, Akeem's uh, teammates at the time. And it wasn't in Calgary, uh, sorry, it was in. It was in Rockford. Well, yeah, it was in Rockford. He because he it, is the, the coach. HL. <laughs> yeah. HL. HL. Yeah. It was in the HL. Um, yeah. The Rockford Ice Hawks, I think it is. Um, I should know. Well, 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 it was in the HL. I can't remember the team though. And I think uh, Akeem was playing his music in the locker room, uh, rap and whatnot. Toronto and Maple Peters Leafs had come school. in and said, right. "You know, Akeem, stop that <laughs> n-word, n-word, n-word music, right? Stop that n-word." Uh, Music and he repeated a bunch of other stuff. And uh, Akeem at the time, according to his story, he was sort of shocked, like what what just happened, right? <laughs> and I think afterwards, a couple of teammates went up to Peters and said, "You know, coach, you can't you can't use that language, right? In this day and age, it's it's not acceptable anymore." Yeah. And Peters sort of doubled down. To, double down on his statement saying he didn't care and of course all this comes out 10 years later and uh now as it stands uh peters was the coach oh he's the coach of the flame he is the coach of the flames well no he was was, no. <laughs> was the coach of the flames it was fired a couple of days ago actually yeah um so it's just so weird because i i think as the story was going on, uh, the Akeem Aliu uh, incident, more of Peter's former players were sort of coming out and saying, you know, not only had he said these racist things, but he had been sort of physically abusive on the bench too. Like yeah. he he kicked players in the back, you know, on the bench. And that's and that's like pretty obvious. Like you would, it's not like it's borderline or anything. It's it's pretty. You you would actually notice that if you think about it, but nobody really 
noticed it until uh, I guess they, you know, I guess they, when they said something, which is right. I'm kind of glad that they did because uh, that's absolutely not accept, ex- acceptable, not acceptable at all. It's not, and <laughs> like the flames, I get it. They had to do an investigation over this thing because it was a ten-year-old allegation, right? Yeah. And they sort of did all this, and they had to like they had to interview people like um, Akeem's teammates at the time in two thousand nine. They had to talk to some Carolina Hurricanes player players too because uh, before Bill Peters was hired as the head coach of the Calgary Flames, he was uh, coaching the Hurricanes in Carolina. And you know they had to go sort of go through all this, and yeah. eventually, eventually they, they did fire him, which is I think the right thing to do, all things considered. But now they're just—I'm uh, not sure how many players, you, or if you're following this story on Twitter, but like you, you're just seeing it all come out now, and like, people yeah. have been comparing it to the Me Too movement, um, that, which is a fair comparison. It's a, it's a fair comparison, yeah. Because it's basically the the deconstruction of you know this cult this culture as we know it, and people have been saying this for years that there's an aspect of hockey culture or I think sports culture in in general that is toxic, especially is. in North America and places like Europe. Yeah, and, and it's, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Um, I I think. We don't pay attention to it because it, it, it in it seems so small, right? I mean, you, you hear stories from say like your friends, your 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 brown friends. I mean, we're brown. I, I've heard stories from my other brown friends who say things like, you know, they've been called packies and you know ball hockey leagues by the by the Caucasian players, by not all the Caucasian players, I should say, but you know, one or two guys on the opposing team would sort of hurl these racial slurs at them. And right. you know you kind of don't think much about it because you know whatever you know you have you have racists and you know we we can't really do anything about that. But the fact that this has come out about the NHL that you have this that you have these racist coaches like Bill Peters, uh, of course I think uh, sorry before we uh, go any further, it is important to note that Peters didn't call Akeem the N word. He didn't directly refer to him as, you know, yeah. he, he, called, he, did, he called the music. Yeah, he said, he stop this N-word. Yeah. And I think that is an important distinction to make. You know, both they're both they're both horrible things. Like, you shouldn't say that word at all. Yeah, you shouldn't and, be. <laughs> but yeah. It, it, is, yeah, it is important to make, make that distinction. I don't use that word. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a derogatory term. I know, exactly. It's a, it's a racially derogatory term, like if, and no one should be using it. Especially in this, you know, in this professional setting. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I mean, this, like, what, what is is the point of saying that? Like, it, what, what was going through Peter's head? Like, is he is he actually racist, or was he trying to use some really stupid coaching tactic, like a scare tactic? Like, I'm the boss, I can say these things. Like, you better listen to me. And the thing about Akeem at the time. He, he didn't say anything to Peters, I don't think. But he sort of stood up in a way that um, people are now saying that Peters sort of went to management and and said that, hey, this Akeem guy is, he's a troublemaker, right? You know, he's a bad personality. And Akeem sort of got buried in the minors after that. Like, he he never had a successful NHL career. I mean, I think he, he bounced back and forth between um, the Flames and the Ice Dogs. And, and the, I, I don't know what the AHL team is, sorry. Uh, the AHL, and then he even played in the ECHL too. Like, he was essentially buried in the minors. And all his teammates have come out in support of him, or many of them have come out in support of him, saying, you know, this is a very talented guy. Like, he should have had a proper NHL career, right? He should have given been given that chance because he's so talented. But because... You know these allegations, uh, or sorry, not allegations that that, that Peter sort of um, got angry at him standing up for you know for himself that he didn't sort of stand there and take it. 
that he's you know he went to management and said you know, just bury this guy I, I don't want him I'm on, on this team and coaches have that power right That's- we're seeing that now and it, and it really makes you think how many guys have lost essentially lost their NHL career because they didn't listen to the coach or they stood up to a coach's harsh tactics or something like that exactly and and i think it's still like stems from uh the the way these coaches are coaching it stems from the fact that they think that the nhl is this sort of old boys club it like, is <laughs> the nhl as as sad as it is to say is that old boys club i mean it's it's run it's run by a bunch of old men old white men if you want to get uh, racial with it and that's, um, no, that's that's not racial. That's the truth. Yeah, that's what it is. Right? <laughs> it's run by a bunch of old school, very archaic thinking, old white men, and it needs to change. And I think this, the you know, the firing of Mike Babcock is what is what spurred all this. <laughs> oh <And> yeah, <laughs> it's you know the de- the deconstruction of hockey culture uh, as we know it. You know what I they think. Say- Sorry. Yeah, go on. Sorry, go on. You know what they say, uh, Toronto being the hockey capital, that's where everything starts, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, it is, it is, it's been called the, the, the hockey mecca, right? Yeah. It is, it is the center of the, the hockey world. And, it may, you know, had Mike Babcock not been fired, I, I, I don't think any of this would have come out. Yeah. Because, I, I, because, because seeing... I think I I, I kind of feel bad for Babcock in a way, right? I, I'm happy that he's gone. He, you know, his coaching methods were outdated, and you know, just hearing all these stories, it, it really it really makes you see that maybe he's not the whole, uh, you know, the the dad clock as as people call him, or the dad cock as some people call him. <laughs> he's, he's not this caring personality like he says he is. But at the same time, I do feel bad for him, yeah, because. He's <laughs> he's essentially being dragged through the mud here, right? Yeah. His reputation, true. like his reputation, has been ruined. And though I, I'm happy that all these stories are coming out because it's important that they do come out, you know, for you know exposing abusive tactics and you know racist coaches. But at the same time, yeah, he is being dragged through the mud. And people, players like Akeem and I think it was, it was Michael Jordan. No, not the basketball player, but there's there's a hockey player <laughs> too. Um, who who came out and said they you know Peters had kicked him in the back on the bench? Like players like that, they they're seeing that this this big name coach Mike Babcock, you know, uh, Coach Canada has you know his he's being put to the to sword to sword essentially. Yeah. Like this has given them the confidence to come out and expose past and I, coaches. And I think um, something that Evander Kane actually said, um, he said that he. Don't lump Bam- Babcock with the Bill Peters situation at all because oh yeah, oh, yeah. the two of them... ba- again yeah Babcock <laughs> but what Babcock did was not the same yeah because uh, yeah the, the Bill Peters situation is just ridiculous <laughs> it is it is and it it, it makes you think uh, like I said uh, I was shot I was I didn't think much of it because you know as as a brown person and this is speaking as a minority like. We we've experienced we experienced racism, but I'm I'm one of those people who say you know whatever. At this point, there are like a few people in the Canadian population, and you know they are a minority. But these racists, I, these racists, and uh, the majority the majority of people are you know they're good people. Yeah, right? that's what I, that's racist. what I say. As no, well. they're not racist. People. <laughs> yeah, but as someone on Twitter pointed out, right, hockey culture as a whole, uh, hockey players in general. I, I want to say most of them are you know they're not they're not horrible okay no and you know they're they're not racist people the coaches most of them aren't racist okay but the problem as someone pointed out I I think they put it perfectly what they said was um, I can't remember the exact tweet but it was something along, along the lines of this it's like the problem is that. You know, hockey players and hockey culture, it isn't toxic as a whole, but it becomes toxic 
when the people involved don't do anything to sort of call out the the few isolated incidents that happen along the way, you know, like race, like racist incidents or abusive incidents. When you don't call it out, that's the and issue. It, that is the issue. That's the problem. And I agree. I 100% agree with that. And now we're starting to see this this deconstruction, as I said, of hockey culture. But you have to take out this aspect, this horrible aspect of the game, right? And it, and it goes and extends to more than just coaches, right? There's this whole aspect of of the culture that, you know, hazing rituals, hazing the rookies, stuff like that. I'm, I'm not sure if you've uh, done any reading up uh, reading on this part of it. It, it, it. It's crazy. Like, yeah, it's these, absolutely crazy. These, these, these hazing um, incidents that veteran players do to, you know, new call-ups or draftees that, you know, you have to do cer- certain horrible, disgusting things in order to sort of become one of us, essentially. And yeah. people are people are calling this out, and this this specific thing, this hazing thing, this has been going on forever. Oh and yeah, pe- people haven't been calling it out because it, it's, it was just so regular to, and no one wants to say anything. And players who are sort of affected don't want to say anything at the time, you know, when it affects them because you know they're young players, they're newly drafted players in the NHL, and they or the AHL or you know, whatever big league it may be, you know, they don't want to say, they don't want to say anything, right? Because this is their career. They don't want to ruin their career. They think, okay, if I say something, then like what happened to Akeem is going to happen to me, right? They're going to bury me in the minors. No one's going to care. Exactly. They don't, they want to be, they don't want to be reprimanded for speaking out or they're afraid to be reprimanded. And that's fair because this is their livelihood basically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And hockey players have short careers. So, exactly. <laughs> I mean, most of them are done by like age thirty-five. That's yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and this is actually another. It, it goes into the whole issue of the stays in the room culture. Like, when does it um, become necess- become a necessity to speak out? Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> what stays in the room, okay, um, it can stay in the room, but when do you d- draw the line, basically? Is what I'm trying to say. Like when, when, when is that? When does it become a necessity to actually take that to the media? <clears throat> I think basically, if it affects, like, um, if the well-being affects, of the players. Yeah, exactly. That, that's basically what I was gonna say. If no it, one should be <clears throat> should be you know abused racially or physically. Physically, yeah, <laughs> especially physically. You you wouldn't do that. In a in an office environment, right? no, no, absolutely and not. So why would you do it here? Of course, you know there, it's it's two separate occupations, right? Yeah, it's but sports it's... and and you know administrative job or whatever it is. But it's essentially it, the, what, what yeah. it boils down to. It's it's the same thing. It's, it's, same it's thing. going to work and feeling unsafe in that environment. You know, when you have a boss, we have a coach yeah. that's you know physically abusive. Emotionally abusive. It's it's not something you want to go through. No, definitely not. Nobody wants to like feel threatened um, at work. <laughs> Nowhere in the world is that an issue, and or should that be an issue? <clears throat> and and it actually it's interesting because I you shared something from FIFA. Uh, that was going on. Um, I believe the uh, Mario Balotelli incident. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. And it's a good thing you brought that up because uh, on that topic, um, you know, someone was uh, on Twitter brought this up or a couple people on Twitter brought this up where it's like, you know, if you're, if you're a parent of a hockey playing kid and, and you're hearing all these stories come out, Especially if you're if you're an immigrant family or you're a family of color or a minority family, and you're seeing all these inc- incidents um, coming out, and that's like it becomes like this thing where you know, do I want to keep my kid in hockey or should I put them pull into them the, like, pull them out and put them in a more in a more you know welcoming game like soccer? But then I was thinking like, it's actually horrible 
in soccer too. It's maybe worse. It's it it could be worse. It I mean I can't say it is worse for sure. But when when I when I saw those tweets, I'm thinking it's like it's going. It happens in soccer too. And I'm, and I'm sure it happens in places like you know uh, football in the NFL. I'm not sure how much it happens if it happens in the NBA because the NBA, as we know, is essentially driven by uh, African American all stars, right? It's predominantly a yeah. black sport, right? So we don't know how much it happens in there too. But I'm sure I'm, I'm, I'm sure, sure there is there, there is some toxic yeah. locker room culture that we don't know about. But you know, on soccer, right? People call soccer, you know, it, it's the world's game. But I, I shared with you guys that the Mario Balotelli, I don't know how to say his last name. I think it's Balotelli. Balotelli. Yeah, Balotelli. 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 He's, an, he's, an Italian, he's an Italian soccer player. He has represented Italy on the international stage. And it, it was really sad. Um, I don't. Well, this happened a few months ago, I think. But I, I shared it with you guys recently. Yeah. And what happened was uh, Balotelli was essentially, he essentially left the pitch. Right, he left the field because fans were making monkey noises at him. Right, yeah, and that is a racially charged thing because this has happened to black players in the NHL too, or in other sports where you know they'll they'll make monkey gestures or monkey noises or associate them with bananas and bananas banana yeah. peels. I'm not sure if you remember uh, a couple of years ago Wayne Simmons. Yeah, uh, I remember that the whole the whole banana peel incident when yeah. someone threw a banana onto the ice. Right. So yeah. it's it's a racially charged thing, and Balotelli was so he was so distraught that he's like you know I give up. He he, he kicked he kicked the the ball into the stands, and he he like he's like I'm I'm walking out of here, right? Because yeah, <clears throat> and, and it's it, it's horrible. It's it's a horrible thing to think about. Exactly, <laughs> and it's funny to say, um, like the coach seems to be. Like or the manager at least, he doesn't seem to be that supportive of him. They, like, FIFA in general, you know, it's it's so pathetic. It, FIFA in general and then the European soccer uh, ecosystem or or sphere, they they just seem so unperturbed by it. It's like it's like, like oh, it doesn't bother me. They're it's there's yeah, it's they just seem so unfazed. Like whatever, right? Yeah, and it. You can't go around claiming that soccer is the world's game, right? When you have things like this still happening, and Mario Balotelli isn't the first, you know, black soccer player to experience this. This experience these these you know these racial incidents, no, these racist isn't. incidents, and it's. I mean, like, <laughs> you can't. And then, this is going back to the NHL, right? And people say, you know, oh, hockey culture is toxic. It happens everywhere. It happens in every single sport. And hockey, we've just been fortunate that it's come out now, you know, with the Mike Babcock firing about, you know, abusive coaches and racist coaches and whatnot. And I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that we don't know about in all kinds of sports. Exactly. I th- if you look all over the world, I'm sure you can find plenty of incidents that uh, happen. Um, not just in soccer, but, I don't know, football, <laughs> American football, um, cricket. Everything. 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 <laughs> everything I mean, under the sun, basically. But what we're seeing in the NHL, I, I can bet, I would gamble on this, that this is nothing. Okay. No, I, I I would bet that the fans or even you know the coaching staff and players in some of these these European soccer leagues are ten times worse when it comes to sort of racially motivated stuff. Oh, like, I think so as well. I, I mean, FIFA is a monster. I mean, it's like a three-headed beast, right? And when I when I say FIFA, I mean you know this this amalgamation. Of European soccer and worldwide soccer, in, or football, if you want to call it, in general. Yeah, <clears throat> I feel like there's again there's public versus private perception, the way uh, people view the sport, and a lot of people think, oh, <clears throat> FIFA is such this uh, is such a great game where the whole world plays it. 
but underneath it's these things that are stay hidden and people like choose either choose not to acknowledge it or <coughs> they simply just um they they don't they see it as they, part they of the game part of the, yeah exactly they don't and care. i i think this is important too because there are a lot of people there's an entire side opposing force against what's going on in the nhl and there you have this side that's saying you know it Stop being snowflakes. You know, this is a part of the game. This is what coaches do to sort of toughen up or um, make their team stronger, right? And uh, someone, it's... But I I will say that actually the NHL is actually one of the... The the point that this is coming out in the NHL and people are actually coming out in support of the players, it actually shows the good side of the the NHL. Exactly, yeah, yeah, of course. And you know, and and people saying that you know all of hockey's bad, or you know this needs this, this it's just it's poison. It's all poison. No, the fact that you know players are getting support, a lot of support, overwhelming support, and the fact that Peters has been fired, it, it's it's a good sign. But at the same time, there's a lot of work to do. There's there's a lot of work to be done, and the fact that all this has been buried, hidden, management knew about Peters, right? Yeah. They knew about the hockey management in general or for specific teams. They knew, they know what these coaches are doing. They know what players do to rookies, right? It's just part, and they see it as part of the culture and they don't say anything. And a lot of people are having a problem with this because it's just become so ingrained in that culture, right? It brings me to what you mentioned. Uh, Apparently, Remember uh, Dubas, he wanted to get rid of Babcock before the season started, but mm-hmm. Shanahan blocked it. So they cl- like, so maybe they like Dubas saw something like he wanted to do something about it, but then maybe we don't know. I don't, we don't. know. Yeah, we don't. We, we I don't want to speculate, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll, yeah. But uh, yeah, like like. Good thing is there are steps being taken to um, uh, mitigate these incidents, but at the same time, the, like the fact that it was hidden to begin with, uh, there's a lot of work to be done. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of work, and it's important that and I'm glad that this has come out now because NHL, the NHL is all about growing the game, grow the game. That's their that's their sort of uh, motto or unofficial motto. And, you know, we had, we had the whole Don Cherry thing with the immigrants um, a month ago now. And it's, you know, to the people out there who think it's okay, who think it's okay to do these things, who think it's okay to, you know, for coaches to use, um, you know, racially motive, uh, racially uh, charged tactics and motivate players or, you know, get their point across. I just want to say this, okay? It's it's not okay to do that. No, and and, and and you can't say you can't get mad or angry at minorities or players like Akeem Aliu, who ten years later come out and say that you know this ex coach did this to me or ex coach said this to me. You can get mad when at the same time. You are getting angry at people for using terms like white boys or, you know, calling out coaches. Yeah. Uh, I think I forgot what her name was. Um, it was some oh, the reporter, um, Jesse something. I think it's like Jesse Allen or something like something that. Like that. Uh, she she that came, came out. out the, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, um, at the same time, Don Cherry went on his rant. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, she had called uh, um, hockey players a bunch of white boys and bullies. I I will say this: I agree with the general term of that because I know it, it's basically saying hockey is a old boys club, an old white. Yeah, yeah. but I think I, I will say this: I think there there was a better way of saying it. Yeah, because 
and I, and I when someone brought this up on Twitter and I, I responded to it by saying, you know, people basically no one should be using any racialized slurs. And let's face it, as minorities, you know, we've been in this situation, you know, amongst our friends, amongst our colored friends, yeah, uh, amongst our black friends, amongst our brown friends, where we have used the term white boys in a in a derogatory manner. Okay. <laughs> I I I admit it. I've done it in the past. It happens. Yeah. All right. And and there are people on Twitter responding to me saying, you know, are you are you dumb? That that's not a racialized term. How is that racist? And, and I said, you know, it it depends on the context. It depends on the it, the the person, the intention of the person. Sorry, it depends on the intention of the person using yeah. it. And I said that, you know, as a brown guy growing up, I I've seen it. I've used it myself. You know, in, in, a, in a derogatory manner to refer to, you know, white people, white culture. It happens. And that's racist because, you know, it has that racial motivation. It has that that attack, that intention of, you know, attacking that person for who they are based on the color of their skin, based on their culture. Mm-hmm. Right? So I, I think Jesse Allen could have worded that better. Right. And, you know, you shouldn't be using the term white boys. And again, it it is used as a slur you know for everyone out there let's not pretend that it it doesn't happen okay let's not sit here and pretend that had a reporter said you know or called basketball players a bunch of black boys right even if they had the intention that i'm just referring to them as you know by the color of their skin and their gender you know black boys let's not sit here and pretend people wouldn't be losing their minds Oh okay. yeah, there, people people be, will be freaking out, calling for that person's head, calling for them to be fired. Right? Exactly. So it it does ha- that does happen, but you know, back to what I was saying earlier, uh, to the the sort of opposition of this this uh, I know what we can call it. People say not to use Me Too, but you know, it, it, let's just say it's hockey's comparative Me Too movement, right? What well, what the opposition to it? People saying, you know, you're too soft, right? <laughs> or, you know, this incident happened ten years ago. People change. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like the fact that Peters or you know other coaches have used these tactics or used these, these sort of racially charged words in the right. past, right? And <laughs> Peters did no favors for himself. Okay, he issued an, an apology. Right. I'm not sure yeah. if you read the apology. I but, I did read it somewhat i mean i it's good that he he did apologize first of all but it's just it's so empty yeah right he didn't he didn't do himself any favors like he didn't he didn't apologize to akeem directly right he didn't mention akeem he just said okay i'm sorry for using that language okay yeah, it was so it, it seems so fake in a way it, like exactly manufactured right? <clears throat> it's almost like he, he's rolling his eyes Exactly. Saying, oh my god, they're making me apologize. Okay, because, yeah, Peters didn't do himself any favors with that. But right. the fact that it has happened, I'm not saying that people should be fired based on things that have happened in the past. I mean, like I said, I've used white boys in a very derogatory manner, right? And there have been so many instances of um, people using horrible slurs in their teens, right? Because teenagers do stupid things. Teenagers are dumb as we know it, right? People have used things in the past that, you know, had they said so in the present, had they done the same exact thing in the present, they would have been fired on the spot, right? Yeah. So I, I don't think people should be fired for things that they've done in the past. However, the fact that Peters has had this rap sheet out on him now, right, that he's used racist language, he's, exactly. been, he's been physically abusive, right? And the fact that the Flames... Have been doing so bad, right? They're they're very similar to the Leafs, you know, with with Mike Babcock. You know, they have so much talent, right? And, and they were just doing so horribly. Like you can tell that something was going on in their heads. You know, that they they sort of, they sort of tuned out this coach, mm-hmm. right? And all these things point to, you know, the kind of character that Peters is putting on as a coach, mm-hmm. but you know, behind the bench, yeah. So. You know, when all those when all that factors in, you can't get upset when Peters is fired or Peters is outed or Peters is forced to apologize for what he's done, 
right? Because yeah. he's done it, and he hasn't expressed remorse over it. Only now that he's sort of being being uh, brought into the spotlight is he apologizing for it. Yeah, <clears throat> it's 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 kind of it, it's kind of the same with um, Babcock as well. I mean, he did apologize, but it it only had to come into the light to apologize. But again, I'm not comparing because they're two different scenarios. But <clears throat> if if it had hadn't been unearthed, I don't think like. He probably wouldn't see that as, uh, like, he probably wouldn't feel the need to apologize. Exactly. Like, exactly, like, because this cult, this culture isn't, yeah. or this 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 small aspect. I'm I'm called the small aspect because, as much as they want to get out outraged, okay, that that's what it is. It's it's a small aspect aspect of this culture, but it has a big impact because we are of we've course. moved on. We've moved on from the past. We're not this racist world or we, we but we do have aspects of racism unfortunately that oh, do yeah. exist oh yeah it's as as i like to say and i like to think that subtle racism does exist especially <laughs> this day and age like we we say that we're not racist but it happens like every single day it does yeah. it does but people call it out people are calling it out and when yeah. it, people see it they call it out but and you know when it happens behind closed doors like this in this professional environment, it just gets swept under the rug, under the rug, and yeah. that's very unfortunate. So I'm I'm glad that it has it has been being uh, brought into the light. Uh, can we get a quick time time oh, check? Actually, yeah, uh, forty six minutes. Okay, we should, we should probably <laughs> no, uh, but it's a good a good topic to discuss. I could go on all day. It is. It is, and I think we should conclude like this. Right. It's a simple. The message is simple. Don't be racist. Okay? <laughs> it's that's it. Exactly. That's all you have to do. Don't be racist. Don't be abusive. Treat people the way you'd want to be treated. Exactly. That's 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 the essence that is that I use. Uh, that many people I know use. Uh, treat people how you want to be treated. That's the. It's, mm, it's the golden rule. It's it's exactly. that simple. Life is, you know, when it boils down to. You know, living in a broader community, you know, yeah. with uh, people of different cultures and different races. Just treat people the way you'd want to be treated. But at the same time, when it happens to you, you should stand up for yourself. Yeah. And kudos to Akeem for, you know, coming forward. And kudos to all the hockey players, you know, um, like Michael Jordan. Or I can list a few who are sort of going on rants now on Twitter, <laughs> bringing all this up. Right. right? And you know, kudos to them for for coming out and saying and saying these things because it needs to be said. And you know, I'm I'm a huge hockey fan. I love hockey. I'm Canadian, right? Yeah. Um, it's it, hockey is a huge part of our culture. But you know, when these things happen, it needs to be called out. It needs to be brought to light. It does because it's unacceptable. Yeah, because we. Let's face it here. Hockey is a part of Canada, and we wouldn't want it to be. We we want it to be portrayed in the best way possible, and uh, exactly. We don't want we want people to. We want people to come to watch hockey. We don't want people to be turned off by it and think, oh, oh, it's a bunch of white people and they're a bunch of racists <laughs> uh, playing and watching the game. So exactly. Yeah, we we want we want to. Um, grow the game that way so it's important to uh for these incidents to be called called out and uh mitigated to um yeah stop them from happening hockey is for everyone like you've probably seen that that slogan Uh, hockey is for everyone what is it you can play if you can play you can play you can play right (laughs) i know that's That's... i know that's the lgbt slogan for it but it can be used for everyone for everything, Everyone. right? <laughs> if you can play, you can play, regardless yeah. of, you know, if brown, or say if you're a different religion, or, you know, in, in the case where that the slogan comes from, you know, if, if you're gay or straight, if you can play, you can play. Yeah, right? exactly. You, sh- you should, uh, companies should be hiring the best person, regardless. That, yeah. that, that's, what, that's what it boils down to. 
It doesn't yeah. matter who you are. If you can do it, you can do it. You're on board. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so we're almost at 50 minutes. I think we should... So we should wrap it up. Wrap it up. Uh, well, we did wrap it up. Uh, so, um, yeah, thanks for listening. And do let us know your thoughts. Um, what you think of this whole incident. And it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be related to hockey or, or sports. Actually... It, I, yeah, it can be related to any workplace issues. Any workplace yeah. issue, because that's that's what it is. I mean, the NHL is a professional league. Uh, the players are, you know, their employees, right? You know, they do this for a living. And racism and abuse in the workplace can be applied to every aspect, you know, of the job uh, market of the job ecosystem. Right. And you know, if if people are being racially abused or physically abused or psychologically abused in any work environment, it should be called out. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> there is a label board for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, do let us know your thoughts and leave feedback in the comments wherever this po- podcast was posted. And we will see you next, next week. Maybe. Next week? Actually, yeah, I will try to do it next week because I'll be taking my mic. But I'll be, yeah. I'll be oh, going well, you're flying out, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, when, when, when are you flying? Uh, Thursday, yeah. So. Oh, well, what's the time difference like? I didn't. We didn't look this up. It's about <laughs> eight hours. So. Oh, so. <laughs> I'll be eight hours behind. So, uh, like, if it's around this time, it'll be around nine or ten at night. Okay. okay <laughs> so it's okay. not too bad. We'll have, we'll have to find a way to do I'll it, and it yeah. hopefully you have a stable internet connection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I should have a stable internet connection. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I mean, we'll we'll try and get it up next week. If not, um, we'll have to wait until you're back. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, we're gonna sign out uh, later. And uh, yeah, have a good day. Have a good afternoon one. or evening, whichever wherever you're watching this. All right.